You are listening to Under a Pile of Books, and I'm your host, Calvin Park. This week, before we dive into our normal segments, I wanted to share a little bit about a movie I saw today. So uh, we took my, uh, we being my wife and I, took our uh, two young boys, eight and four, to see Frozen 2. So this is something they'd been uh, wanting to do for a while, and uh, we finally kind of got the, the time together as a family to go check it out. They had a great time. The two of them both enjoyed it, uh, really liked it, but uh, their mom and I also really enjoyed it. I'm not afraid or ashamed to say there were a few moments when uh, the eyes were a little misty in that movie and uh, just had a really good time with it. I especially like uh, some of what they they did, I don't want to give a bunch of spoilers, but I really liked uh, some of what they did with the character of Kristoff and uh, just avoiding what maybe would have been the low-hanging fruit or or the danger of making him into kind of the the hero or the savior in some way uh, really avoids that while uh, not you know while still giving him his own uh, character arc uh, within the film so just a really good time. Uh, I loved it. Love the the magic. We get to see more of Elsa's magic, and <laughs> you know me. And uh, Frozen is hardly a hard magic system, but it was still really enjoyable. I had a good time with it. So, uh, if you certainly if you have elementary age kids, they're probably going to love it, uh, and it's a movie that you can enjoy watching with them. Or, uh, hey. You know, maybe you just want to go take it in for yourself. That's okay, too. So either way, uh, Frozen 2, good movie. Uh, I enjoyed it. Uh, I will say, I think the the songs this time around are maybe a little less memorable than in the first movie. But otherwise, I think it hits uh, kind of all the high points that the first movie did and uh, does, a, does a good job with it. So uh, enjoyed that. All right, so on to what we're, uh, we're used to me talking about. I'm, I, I do books, not movies so much, but, uh, but frozen Two, go check it out. Anyway, my week in review, what I have been reading and some good ones that I have finished over the past week. So first off, I finished, uh, the shadow King by, uh, Alec Hudson and, I loved it. This is just, it's a great novel. It is classic fantasy. It just, it just has that feel of, you know, kind of like, um, I don't know, maybe the wheel of time or the Belgariad kind of that, that classic, the hero has to travel around, but it's not derivative of those in any way. It's got a really neat magic system the, the characters are interesting and they grow and are stretched and changed as a result of what they go through. I just really, really enjoyed this one. And like I said, it has this kind of classic feel for me, the shadow King. Now this is the, the third book, uh, in the, uh, the raveling, uh, trilogy, I guess, uh, trilogy, uh, from Alec Hudson. So this, um, began with the Crimson Queen 
followed by the Silver Sorceress and then the Shadow King. And I don't know if he has plans to write more in this world. The the, the present storyline kind of comes to a conclusion, not kind of, it does come to a conclusion with the Shadow King. There, there are a couple loose, uh, kind of loose ends or, or whatnot that maybe could could see uh, future uh, novels that expand on them. But uh, certainly it's, it's a satisfying read as a trilogy. And uh, I, I really enjoyed it. Love the, the character work. And especially here in this third volume, we know enough about the magic. We know enough about the world that the focus can really be on kind of uh, opening up the plot and and showing us and discovering the mysteries that we've been w- wondering about. And again, where I think it, it really did well was uh, in the characters, making uh, them grow and, and have resolutions to their plot lines. So really recommend this, uh, the shadow King, great read. Um, gosh, just, just one of those for me that this this is going to go this whole trilogy really goes um, goes on the the list for me uh, as one of those that could easily be reread a great maybe winter read to curl up with a cup of coffee and a blanket and a book and just enjoy these uh, Hudson does a great job of uh, just getting that feel of a book that you just kind of want to curl up with. And, uh, you, you know, you love the characters, you love the world and it's, it's re-readable, I think, uh, in, in, in some really cool ways. So recommend this. If you haven't read the Crimson Queen or the Silver Sorceress, obviously you need to read those first, go pick them up, check them out, uh, read them, enjoy them, and then read, uh, the Shadow King. The second book I uh, finished this week was Dragons of Autumn Twilight. This was, I was a little late uh, getting done with the read-along, and uh, as a result, I, I kind of fell out of the discussion of that uh, the final uh, week or so, and I, I apologize to those uh, who are participating in our Goodreads group or whatnot. Um, with that, I, I just kind of got busy and, and everything, but Dragons of Autumn Twilight, it really held up. Uh, exceptionally well, I thought. One of the things I was nervous about, it's probably been 15 years since I read it, and I was definitely nervous about whether or not it was going to hold up as a fantasy that was written in the 80s. Um, You know, not, not only that, but so not only was it going to hold up in comparison to modern fantasy, but was it going to hold up for me, as I have read a lot more now than I had 15 years ago in the fantasy genre, and especially in the past two or three years as I've been reviewing a lot more and maybe thinking a little bit more critically uh, about books, I, I think you all know I don't review particularly critically, but but I do think sometimes more in that way than I, I certainly did 15 years ago. And so anyway, Dragons of Autumn Twilight held up really well in both of those areas. Uh, I didn't realize how much the book actually dealt with characters and, and their interactions and really character depth. And, and I'd actually say in some ways that's where it shines more so than um, more so than, than kind of the plot. It's not that the plot is uninteresting, but I mean, it is what it is. Uh, the, the characters are really, I think what, what makes the book stand out and 
you know, we have characters that are facing varying sort of mental health issues, a, a character that uh, probably uh, struggles with depression, um, a, a character that is dealing with uh, sort of being the leader and and needing to, to do that and grow into that in some ways. And, um, uh, of course, the classic... Uh, question of Raceland and is he uh, good? Is he evil? Is he neutral? Is he, what is he, what, where are his motivations? What he's, what is he interested in? What is he, you know, going after all of these things? I just think they really, really work out uh, so well. And I really found the novel extremely enjoyable, even on this uh, reread for me and, in the midst of a lot of other books that I, that I read and love. So dragons of autumn twilight, if you haven't read uh, dragons of autumn twilight, the Dragonlance chronicles, uh, I, I recommend it. I, I, you know, I recommend them even, even now today, having just uh, done this read along and, and reread dragons of autumn twilight, it holds up well. So uh, check it out. Uh, I think it's, uh, it's worth your time. And then the third book that I finished this week is by Will White, and uh, this one is Of Shadow and Sea. Now, I actually, uh, I'll save some of my comments for a little later. I am doing, uh, I did uh, a buddy read with... um, Travis over at the Fantasy Inn, and we're, we're going to be getting together and, and talking about this uh, in more detail. So I'll, I'll have more details for you as uh, it gets a little closer uh, and, and I get, get the chance to talk to him. I, I'll share some more, but I really enjoyed this book. It's a lot of fun. And what Will has done, and this is just really unique, um, but he has written this first novel in the Elder Empire series as two novels. So there's a novel called Of Shadow and Sea, and there's a novel called Of Sea and Shadow. They cover the same time period. They cover the same major plot points. The The difference is Of Shadow and Sea follows one set of characters, of Sea and Shadow follows a different set, but here's where it gets twisty. The protagonists in Of Shadow and Sea are the antagonists in Of Sea and Shadow, and vice versa. So it's it's really, really cool. Uh, I've talked with Travis a little bit. I'm looking forward to talking with him more about this. Uh, it's It's just... It's a lot of fun, and I, I recommend this book of Shadow and Sea uh, to you all. If you love Will's other books, especially his Cradle series or um, the uh, his what what's it called, uh, House of Blades, uh, Traveler's Gate, his Traveler's Gate series. If, if so, if you loved loved either Cradle or Traveler's Gate, uh, I think the Elder Empire series will appeal to you of Shadow and Sea. Great read. Really enjoyed it. He does some cool stuff. Fun magic. Amazing world building. So, yeah. Just just a, just a great time with that. Check it out. Uh, it is 
kind of just vintage Will White. Uh, so you're going to get uh, plenty of action. You're going to get uh, some some really fun world building and magic and magic that w- works into the uh, world building in interesting ways and it works into the characters and what they're going through in interesting ways. So I uh, definitely recommend that. Check out Of Shadow and See by Will White. So that concludes my reading from the past week. What about what I have on deck? What am I planning to get to this coming week? Well, the first thing that I am planning on reading this coming week is Limbo. And this is by, and I'm probably going to butcher the last name here, so I apologize in advance, but it's by Thiago uh, Devec or Devach, maybe. I'm not, I'm not, not 100% sure. Uh, but, uh, Limbo is the name of the book, and this one, the author actually contacted me about getting a review copy uh, for, so thank you to to him for uh, sharing uh, a review copy with me, and, and I'm, I'm happy to uh, be reading it this, this coming week. It's kind of, from the, from the description, the blurb on the back of the book, uh, it sounds really interesting, right? There's a forsaken spirit that has to basically take 12 souls back to earth to prevent the apocalypse kind of thing. So it's, it's, I've only gotten a couple chapters into it and already I can tell it's just an interesting kind of take on reinterpreting mythology uh, limbo, of course, uh, from Catholic theology, and already there have been some other mythological figures that uh, have kind of played into this. So I'm I'm really really looking forward to seeing where this goes. Uh, it's so far it's it's been interesting, and I. I want to see where, uh, where things go. So that's uh, my first read for this coming uh, week. The uh, next read that I will uh, attempt to conquer this week is Legacy of Ghosts by Alicia Wanstall Burke. And this one is the second book uh, in her uh what was the name of it? Choreatic Sagas, I think. And anyway, this is the sequel to last year's Blood of Airs. And Blood of Airs is currently a Spiffbo finalist. So, yes, uh, check it out. Check out Blood of Airs. Certainly, I read that last year, really enjoyed it. And I'm looking forward to getting to Legacy of Ghosts this uh, coming week. So, we'll see. we'll see how that goes. I have no doubt that I'm going to be enjoying it and uh, talking about it uh, very excitedly uh, next week on next week's weekly pod. So those are the two things that I have on deck, Limbo and Legacy of Ghosts. It's possible that I may start a third book. Uh, we'll see uh, where you know how, how long it takes me to, to finish those two. But there are two books that are on my radar coming up this week. So they're going to, going to be releasing this coming week. And I am super excited for both of these. So I want to talk about them. The first 
is releasing on December 10th, and that is The Light of All That Falls. Now, this is um, the third book in the Lysanias trilogy, and... I have so enjoyed this series. It's by James Islington. And it began with The Shadow of What Was Lost, continued with An Echo of Things to Come, and then is going to conclude this week with The Light of All That Falls. Now, The Light of All That Falls, a third book in the series, I won't, I won't, I can't say much without spoiling the other two, but here's one, this whole series, The Shadow of What Was Lost and Echo of Things to Come, and I haven't read it yet, but I'm sure The Light of All That Falls, all three of these books, or at least the two I've read, and I'm sure the third one, they have this feel of classic fantasy, very much what I was talking about with Alec Hudson's um, The Raveling series. It's also true of the Lysanias trilogy. And it's just this classic fantasy, really interesting, fun magic um, characters that go through a lot and grow through that experience, all set in a world that really just comes to life around you. These are the sorts of books that you can curl up with and just dive into, I think, again and again. So The Light of All That Falls, check it out this coming uh, week. It it releases uh, December 10th, uh, Tuesday. Uh, Check it out. I uh, plan to to pick it up as soon as I can. I probably won't get to it this week, but it it may be... uh, on my, my next week's reading list. So you may, you may be hearing more about this very soon from me, but the light of all that falls, check it out. James Islington. Uh, the series begins with the shadow of what was lost. Highly recommend it. Uh, one of my favorite recently, uh, released fantasy series. And in fact, I think, uh, the shadow of what was lost was originally self-published by James Islington and then was picked up by, uh, orbit. So uh, another kind of uh, indie to traditional publishing kind of jump and, and just, just a great, great read, The Shadow of What Was Lost. Really looking forward to The Light of All That Falls coming out on December 10th. The second book that is coming out this week that I am super excited about is one that I have read already, and that is Cursebreaker by Carol A. Park. Uh, disclaimer, I'm related to the author, um, but I got to tell you, this is one of my favorites uh, from the year. Uh, I've read it, like I, like I mentioned, I've read it uh, early. I think it's great. It's the sequel to last year's Banebringer, and it continues to follow the, the characters that were established in Banebringer. I think it's every bit as good as Banebringer, if not actually better. And all the things that I loved about Banebringer in terms of the magic and these uh, monsters that are called Bloodbane that that have this relation to the magic. And, and the more you use the magic, the worse the, the, the Bloodbane are when they come through kind of from the other side uh, from the abyss or whatever, uh, once a year at the, the sky fire. So they, they, or also when a Banebringer dies, it kind of 
tears the fabric of reality and these uh, bloodbane come out. So it continues, you continue to see those, those kinds of things in the novel, but the characters, every bit as good as in Banebringer, if anything, taking just a step up in terms of the character development and what we're seeing from the characters and, and, and how we're kind of getting inside of their heads and, and understanding really what they're going through. There's a new viewpoint character introduced in Cursebreaker that I just love. Uh, I, I think it's really cool uh, what uh, the author does with, with him and his storyline. So, Gosh, I can't say anything, uh, but it's it really, really cool. So check it out. Uh, Curse Breaker coming out uh, December 12th. So this coming Thursday, check out Curse Breaker. If you haven't read Banebringer yet, uh, go pick up Banebringer. Uh, check it out and, uh, you know, read it and then grab, uh, grab Curse Breaker because I think you're going to want to go right from Banebringer into Curse Breaker. And it's just great. Uh, really, really recommend uh, that book and, uh, but Banebringer that is, and then Cursebreaker as well. Just great. So, uh, two, two releases this week that I am super excited for. I can't wait, uh, to read the light of all that falls. And I can't wait for you to have the opportunity to read Cursebreaker. And frankly, I'm probably going to read it again, uh, before the end of the year, because it's, it's that good uh, of a book. Uh, and I, and I don't, I don't have a lot of time to do rereads and whatnot. So for me to, to reread a book is, is a big deal. Uh, so go plan to check out those two uh, books, The Light of All That Falls and Curse Breaker. All right, in terms of what's been in the news this week, and this is a, kind of a little bit of a frivolous one, but but I, I saw on Twitter we had a hashtag trending the other day, uh, we want Stargate, and I've talked a little bit, I think, in an interview or something about uh, how much I enjoyed Stargate whenever it was on, particularly SG-1 in Atlantis. I wasn't so much into Stargate Universe, uh, but had a lot of fun with it. I don't think that a hashtag trending is going to change any minds at MGM or or get us another Stargate series, but I would love to see more Stargate. I think it's a really neat universe. I also think it has a somewhat unique voice in terms of it was a show SG-1 especially, but also Atlantis. Neither of those shows took themselves too seriously. There was a lot of laughter in them a lot of comedy, even in the midst of some uh, dramatic tension, some some heavier ep- episodes as well. And I just, I, I loved all of that. It was a great show. So anyway, uh, it was kind of cool to see We Want Stargate trending. And hey, who knows, maybe we will end up with some more Stargate, uh, another series. That would be great. And I would absolutely, uh, absolutely love that. In terms of housekeeping and and just some things to keep in mind, be looking for some awesome interviews in the next week to week and a half or so. Uh, I am really, really excited uh, to for you to hear a couple interviews that I've I've recorded, and I'm gonna keep a surprise on exactly who those interviews are with, but. Uh, I'm I'm excited for you to have them to to listen to them and uh, uh, suffice it to say two uh, two authors that uh, I have adored their books and and loved 
their their books this year. And so um, be be keeping an eye out for that. Watch your podcast app, your podcast feed. Make sure you're subscribed to uh, Under a Pile of Books and look to enjoy those when they drop again, like I said, over the next week to, to week and a half. So, hey, if you've gotten this far, thank you so much for listening. I appreciate it. And uh, I hope you've had a great time and are enjoying some great reads.